It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. And welcome to your Thursday morning. A short week makes our weekend that much closer for June the 9th for 2022. And coming up, we've got Scott O'Neill back talking commercial property and also reflecting on the rate rise from Tuesday. Well, mortgage stress is estimated to be around 40% of households struggling and that is right now. Much more pain unfortunately is coming down the track which you just can't sugarcoat any way you look at it. But let's see if we can sugarcoat your weather around Australia. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. And looking at Sydney, expecting fine. Gee, isn't that nice to see in the forecast? Fine and sunny and a high of 17 degrees. Unfortunately, Melbourne, a ditto day from yesterday, expecting showers and your high just 13. Brisbane, fine and sunny with 18. And in Perth, expecting rain and your high is 22 degrees. If you're celebrating a birthday, today for June the 9th you're in good company Natalie Portman is turning 41 and Johnny Depp is in his last year of his 50s Johnny Depp turning 59 enjoy your morning coffee wake up every morning to the real estate podcast Canberra's auction clearance rate for May it sits at its lowest point since the beginning of the pandemic that's according to new domain data The Domain Auction Report revealed that Canberra's clearance rate fell to 67.9%. Now, this is the lowest monthly clearance rate since May of 2020. However, there is a caveat for Canberra, and that is that it continues to perform better than other capitals, recording the best clearance rate in May. In Sydney, the clearance rate was 55.9%, and in Melbourne, 50 59.1%. And the only city that matched Canberra's auction performance was Adelaide. And good morning to you, where you sat at 67.8% for the month of May. Informing you on real estate. Let's Talk Commercial, a podcast series with Scott O'Neill. Well, the rate rises come as hard and fast with the mortgage rate rise. It's been described as a shock and awe move by the RBA. And I said yesterday that we knew it was coming, but when you actually look at the numbers and the extra mortgage repayments that people have to make, which is going to hurt those the most who have just scraped enough money to buy when the market was red hot. So it really is on a knife's edge. It is a Thursday morning and it's time to bring in Scott O'Neill from Rethink Investing. Good morning, Scott. Welcome back. G'day, Craig. Good to be back. Well, it is one of those things that, you know, it's a real talking point right now is those mortgage rate hikes. But let's look on the other side of the coin and flip to the commercial space. 
it can be a bit of a shock because it's been about 10, 11 years since the last uh, rate increase has hit. So there's a whole generation of investors that have never dealt with this side of property at the moment. So it's uh, it's going to make for some interesting reading online. When it comes to commercial, it's a different side of the, the story because, um, and I'll use some numbers to break this down for you because I think that's the best way to always put things in perspective, look at the numbers and say like a $1.5 million purchase. I'm just going to use a quick case study because this is this is sort of what we are, we deal with clients every day of the week. And that case study is a $1.5 million commercial purchase. Now, assuming the yield is a 6.6% net, your mortgage rate is going to be 3% currently. That means you're going to clear after mortgage, after all costs, 68000 positively geared income. Now, let's apply those interest hikes. So add the 0.75% to it. That turns that 68,000 income down to a 58,000 income. It doesn't sound that bad, but this is the key difference with commercial to residential. There's a lot of those people like you mentioned, Craig, that have probably leveraged up, taken a negatively geared position on a property, and now that negatively geared position's got worse. So instead of being negative 10 grand, they might, might be negative 15. It's not an income, it's, it's a liability, it's a cost. That's where you're going to see extra pressure on certain types of assets which have poor cash flow. Yeah, so I think that's a key, key message for your listeners. There is a difference and um, the key's in the numbers. And what about some predictions, Scott? Okay, we've, we've got the rate rise that has come. Some of the predictions now in terms of the commercial space and what that might look like moving maybe in the next four to six months from this moment in time. Yeah, that's a really good question, Craig. And I feel like I'm quite well placed to answer this because we, we get to see people normally about six months before they purchase properties. So we've got leads coming into the business. We're discussing goals and what they're you know planning to do with commercial. And since the rate rises have hit, we've actually seen a slight decline in overall numbers of people reaching out on commercial property, but we've seen an increase in total dollar amount. So what I mean by that is, We've lost some of our more entry-level investors, so guys buying their first property, maybe they've got 200 grand or less capital and they're trying to leverage up to buy a 500,000 commercial. There's less of that at the moment because I think they're more prone to, I guess, the fear of a rate rise. So, you know, that'd probably be quite similar to the residential market. So there's a drop-off in that demand side of things, but there's an increase in higher value investors. And where the main sources of these investors are coming from right now is from residential. So they're people are valuing their house and trying to get a equity release while the, the price is high. And the other side is stock markets. There's there's less people or there's more people coming towards us rather than investing in the stock market. So there's two massive industries, which is residential and stocks, which are kind of pushing more people towards the commercial arena and the main reason it is capturing it is because of the higher yields commercial invests in when rates go up the cost of money and lending is is going to cost you more per month so you need a greater income to justify investing and commercial offers that higher income so my predictions there's a few layers to this but i predict the lower yielding commercial properties so that's the likes of melbourne and sydney or super blue chip Brisbane and, and Perth, there's going to be less demand on those sort of sub 5% yielding assets because the cost of money's gone up, you need a good yield on your purchase. There's going to be an extra demand on high yielding stocks, commercial rather, so you know, five, five and a half percent or better, good quality stuff. There's going to be 
plenty of buyers for that. I'm seeing it and they're six months away from even being able to invest mostly. And this rate rise, everyone knew this was going to happen. We've been waiting, you know, the good part of a decade for this to happen. And and here it is. So there's no big great surprise. So investors are choosing higher income assets over that. So it's going to be a mixed market. There's going to be some that will stagnate, some will drop in value because there's less demand and some are going to get more demand than ever. So that's the fascinating thing about commercial property in Australia. It's, there's no one you know, generic model, but there's, there's many layers, different asset classes. It's, it's a good time to invest and, and especially if you're getting a high yielding asset. And just sticking with that, because a lot of the commentary is around middle Australia with that mortgage belt, if you like, and particularly the ones that just got into the market, not necessarily they are in that pool of investors that are coming to you for commercial stock, because if you look at the upper end where you know, the equity value in terms of what they've got in their property portfolios that they're able to leverage off. It can be a sort of a different scenario, can't it, with people that are investing totally different with their leverageability. Yeah, look, we're, we're seeing, you know, those those middle income guys actually selling out of a lot of residential properties. And this is actually forcing them to do so in many cases. Like, and you've got to remember, Craig, a lot of these uh, guys have had such rapid capital growth. Like, you know, many markets grew 30% in a year during COVID. It's a pretty good time to, to realize a capital gain if, if it is an investment you don't want to hold for the rest of your life. So as a result, you're seeing higher levels of stock come through and people are cashing out. And there's a lot of investors that don't even look at this and they're going to hold through this cycle and, and for the next one and the next one after that. But yeah, we're definitely seeing a source of mums and dads uh, coming from the residential markets just because they're trying to better their incomes. We're obviously one of the collection points of that. So if you follow that logically, perhaps some people will look at this as, right, this is going to be painful in terms of the rises. Let's cash out and now let's move into a higher yield like a commercial stock. Exactly. And some are forced, some are doing it just to uh, for the opportunity. My client base is obviously a focal point of that. Like, you know, there's probably many, many more that are not thinking like this, but the guys that I talk to, the people in my circles and around the business I work with, this is the priority to better cash flow. And it, sometimes it takes a, a reminder, like an interest rate rise, to remember that cash flow is really important. You need cash flow to retire. If you don't have that, you can have all the equity in the world, but it's not going to be that helpful or efficient for you to use if you can't access it. And the serviceability calculators are going to get stretched at the moment as well, because you imagine now there's a, you know, they normally add two or three percent for a means test before lending. Now they're um, they're working off quite higher interest rates. So if your lending was quite marginal last year, it's going to be worse this year. And again, that's another reason to potentially not refinance your loan, but sell the property. If you're making a capital gains on the way out, people are happy to do so if, if it's, you know, if there's a better option. Going back into the residential market, there are no real easy wins anywhere in Australia. There's no great state of super high yields that you can just default to because if there was, that market would be getting smashed with demand at the moment. It's a yield-seeking environment. It feels similar to in 2018 when APRA changed the lending rules. People were sort of forced to move out of their residential loans and we saw a decline in the Australian property markets at that time and we actually saw a bounce in demand for commercial and this feels quite similar 2018 APRA feels quite similar 
for us as commercial investing is the 2022 rate rises in terms of types of clients and just the change in, in mindset towards commercial from residential. All right, some really good comments there, Scott. We'll leave it there, and I guess in a couple of weeks' time, we'll have more to reflect on. Yeah, very good, Craig, and look forward to speaking with you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia, the Real Estate Podcast. Thank you.